Hey guys, how's it going? Wendell here, sitting in uh, for Matt. Um, because tragically, Matt has passed away. Yes, he died from anal cancer because he is such an asshole. <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well because I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining the MF for Podcast. This is episode number 14, I think. I'm actually not sure because to be fair to you and to the truth, I have not been entirely focused on this particular podcast um, I sometimes honestly find it daunting to do a solo podcast and uh, find reasons to put it off and reimagine reasons that I'll make it up I'll, uh, I'll do a follow-up I'll do it live the next day and then it just doesn't get done to also to be completely honest I Really liked having the past two guests on. I really liked having Maxfield Von Priestley on. And I really liked having the lovely Steph, my nerdy home, on the week before that. That was terrific. I think, not I think, I am going to be having more guests on the MFR podcast. Uh, and next week's podcast guest is a pretty big one. Uh, next week's podcast guest is going to be the lovely, the talented, the hilarious, the beautiful, the based, Christy Mayer. Christy Mayer is going to be on my podcast next week. I'm very excited about that. I think that's going to be super fun. We love Chrissy. I love Chrissy. I saw Chrissy in Austin, Texas here, and I got to hang out with her afterwards. A little bonding going on there. She followed me back on Instagram. I bravely reached out to her even though I was scared even though she's already been on my show I don't know why I had anxiety about it but she said yes which is terrific and uh, I'm gonna that'll be out next week so keep an eye out for Chrissy Mayer and then I've got a few other guests in mind lined up uh, which is gonna be exciting I think it's gonna be nice I think it's gonna be fun talk to some people about some different topics uh, just have a conversation about an hour long you know the drill you know the show? You know the show. Well, I didn't have a plan today. Didn't know what I was going to talk about. Thought maybe I would go do my normal thing. Go find some news articles and try to mock them and make them funny. Uh, to the best of my abilities. Which, albeit, are quite limited. I understand. I get it. Uh, but I had kind of a wild day. And I think I'm just going to tell you about it. Just going to tell you about my crazy day. Um, and it starts, starts to, to tail set in Austin, Texas. And it starts with a girl, with a gal. Okay, so how's it work today? And uh, this very cute, lovely young lady came into the bar. And uh, we had like kind of that little spark, right? Little moment, little mutual attraction kind of thing. I make a joke, she laughs. Ooh, we're off to a good start. Go back and forth with her. 
and uh, she tells me she's going to be sticking around. Well, that's good news because I will be done at work shortly. And uh, they're having a little thing going on there. There's a little some music outside. I think I'll go join. I'm going to go hang out uh, and, uh, you know, enjoy the festivities, right? So uh, I go to do that, order some food, sit down, have a delicious shrimp, shrimp sandwich. It was delightful. It was wonderful. The world was my oyster. What could go wrong? Uh, I have a few drinks. Two. Not many. Just two drinks, which I sip slowly because I wanted to come home and record this podcast and do other things. I didn't want to get drunk and blow the whole night. And look at it. It didn't. However, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for why I'm not in her bed and I'm in this chair talking to you all right now. So we're, me and this girl, it's like going really well. She's like all into food like I am. You know, she's a, a I don't want to give away her, her occupation. I don't want this to get too specific. But let's just say she's a culinary arts professional in the back of house. And uh, she's very gifted. She's showing me pictures of what she does. I'm getting excited. Uh, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I live, right? She also tells me she collects whiskeys. Cool. A chick that collects whiskeys and bourbons. Awesome. She's very attractive. She's touching me. Our arms are getting close. The The connection is popping. The lightning is in the air. You can feel it, people. And it was very cool. And I liked it a lot. And then, I think this was my fault. I think this was my fault. So then, she walks away for a little while. Her other friends are sitting down. Very, very lovely. Very lovely girls. All of these girls, strong sevens. Strong, and I mean that as a compliment. They are beautiful. Not beautiful, they're very pretty, very attractive, but they all are like, mm, yeah, you like it, right? And uh, no, you know what? Wasn't my fault. It was my fault that I continued it. Here's what happened one of them brought up dating and uh, how, you know, b- dating is bad in Austin, Texas. And I was curious, I wanted to know why dating for these three lovely young no just the two the third one the one that i was hitting it off with didn't want to hear anything about that this is going great let's keep that going uh but she was gone for a little while so the conversation went to dating and uh i genuinely wanted to know i was curious i wanted to get inside their heads because i found dating to be tough in austin texas as well and i wanted to see from their side why is it hard what's the problem and uh you know start off with some pretty standard stuff nothing too crazy uh, she shows me a text from this guy, this guy Chet, that she had one drink with. I think his name was Chet. One drink with. Didn't even kiss him, nothing. Just had a good uh, relationship. Then she goes away to Europe for a while. Um, and then when she gets back, they're going back and forth. And then he says, something, 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 something. If I don't masturbate soon, I'm going to explode. That's a, that's a big swing. Also, it doesn't really necessarily include her like what are you hoping she's gonna say oh don't masturbate i will come blow you (laughs) um i've never had an experience that went that way Uh, i don't think many men who aren't celebrity rock stars would i don't think that's how most women uh get activated sexually a man who wants to come well I can do that. Let me go take care of that. No, I don't think that's 
That's the pattern. So that was a pretty obvious example of, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. And I've heard this before. Uh, men saying overtly sexual things. Daniela Lefebvre has uh, shared si- similar things with me, texts, and I'm just like, what is wrong with these guys? What the fuck? God, you make us look bad, bro. You're bringing us all down. Um, and then, you know, the girl said something, you know, it was kind of profound. She was sort of like, well, I guess if I... You know, what it is, I I have to either sacrifice how they look, like what I find attractive, or what they think, right? And then uh, this is where you you sharper ones out there, you will have noticed, you will have picked up on something. What they think. So the one girl says she's been... uh, and she was quite, she was a photographer. She did well in life, you know. She was traveling Europe with this couple, taking their photos. She's an accomplished woman. Very pretty as well. Uh, she has been single for five years, I think she said. Uh, the other girl, her friend, pretty, tall, redhead, uh, also had been single for an extended period of time. The girl that I was connecting with has returned to the conversation unfortunately and has joined them which i wish didn't happen but it did has been single for seven years and she said she was single which i was like all right this is this is an all-win thing then they got into the thoughts they had a problem with and i'm pretty sure you guys can imagine what they might be and uh, the one girl who called herself an activist as her profession. And I was, well, that's, uh, how on earth can you afford to live and be an activist if there isn't someone paying your bills? Just a question. Just a question. Um, and I, you know, I would imagine there is someone paying your bills and I would like to know who. But that's not my business. It doesn't matter. It just means you're a huge red flag. You call yourself a red activist? I'm not interested. Uh, but I'm still interested in the girl next to me. Still interested in the culinary uh, girl. Then she talked about this bad date that she went on. And uh, the girls were talking about um, how if a guy on his uh, Tinder profile has moderately conservative, that that's bad. That means he's most likely fully conservative. And the other girls said, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of hot guys that are conservatives. I just won't date them. I won't go there. And then my girl says how she went on a date and then it turns out that at the end of the date, the guy had voted for Trump, was anti-vax, and was a fan of Joe Rogan. And I was just like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, there goes that. I guess we'll see you later. I was just like, ah, oh, boy. And she said it. She didn't say it like she was just like, oh, like just another one, another one. It's like, I'm thinking like, all right, so I could lie, steal pussy from you by lying from omission. I obviously, there is no ground to navigate here. There is no middle ground. There's not going to be a, an acceptable level of, I think all of those three things. You just said all of those three things with disgust. I'm pretty sure that means this isn't going anywhere. Uh... So it's like I'm not really left with any options here, you know? And uh, if you think it's like – so I, I basically politely um, got up. Not at that moment. I didn't want it to come across crystal clear that I was that guy. But 
I am. I am that guy. Never got the vax. Voted for Trump in 2020. And I am absolutely a fan of Joe Rogan. That's the one that was the most absurd to me. Joe Rogan has 200 billion downloads a year. Do you know how many people it, would, it takes to make 200 billion downloads? It's a lot. It's a lot. And a, most of them are men. So if you're going to categorically dismiss dating any man who is a fan of Joe Rogan, I think your dating pool is going to get pretty, pretty small. Mm-hmm. Pretty small indeed. And if you want someone who's as mad about Trump, the vaccine, and Joe Rogan, and you want those characteristics in a man, I don't think that man sleeps with women. Okay? <laughs> I don't. Or he'll probably be a victim guy. He'll probably be one of these wafy, skinny, angry, nerdy, you know, whiny socialist guys. I don't think they're going to be the types of guys you physically want. Basically, you want the man to be all the things a man is, but agree with all of your political points at the same time. I don't, that does not make a strong man. A strong man doesn't share all these values. Now, I'm not saying there are no strong men who didn't vote for Trump. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that tracks. You don't have to be strong and if I voted for you can be strong and vote for Biden. That's fine. I mean, I disagree with you, but I still think it'd be anti-vax. It's a it's a line. I think uh, if you're a thinker, you know, if you can analyze the situation, if you can kind of if you ask some questions, they, a lot of these questions didn't have answers. A lot of it didn't make any sense, and also it doesn't look like it ever did a goddamn thing anyway. So I think being anti-vax is fairly reasonable. But if you're not Fair enough. That's fine. It's your, it's your point of view. It's your values. It's your body. Do whatever you want with it. That's how I feel. But can't be a fan of probably the most famous comedian on the planet. That's out. That's out. I mean, how many men are left? <laughs> Honestly, no wonder you've been single for seven years. You, you're, you're dating a fantasy. You want a mythical being to be your boyfriend. That's not going to happen. It's just not. And if he is, you're probably not going to be attracted to him. I'm sorry. You can't have all the things. This is called compromise. This is what a relationship is. And I don't also necessarily want a girl like, dude, she got to vote for Trump, number one. Has to. No question about it, dude. All right? Can't have gotten back, dude. No way. No jabby. No Fauci-ouchie. And bro, she better like Rogan. Dude, otherwise, over. I don't fucking care. Those are not the things that a healthy relationship make. We can disagree on our politics. I mean, that one gets contentious, I understand. But especially because of the way that this world, these people have been conditioned to believe it, that anyone who genuinely thinks otherwise, other than them is like, the, on, like trying to bring back the Third Reich. Is, is genuinely like a white supremacist who wants to kill everyone and put people in prison who disagree, grr, grr, like some ogre, some like zero humanity to people who think differently than them. So yeah, I guess if that's how you look at the world, it is going to be hard for you to date someone who's got a different point of view. But I don't care. 
I mean, I kind of assume girls have different points of view. I just expect it. But it's the attack, it's the assault on me that makes it impossible for me to date you. How could I date? I can't be berated because we don't think the same thing. And I'm certainly not going to be like beaten into submission to change how I think because you want me to think that way. It's pretty much just going to make me double down and fight harder in the other direction. And... And I, you know, I just, I would never, you know, you got the vaccine, I don't give a fuck. How's your dome game? That's far more important to me than whether you got the vaccine or not, okay? I really, can you do that, like, can you get it all the way down and then, like, tongue the balls? Can you do that? I don't care whether you got the vaccine. Jesus. Like, it's just so, it's so ridiculous. But they do. They do. And I think if you do the math on that, it's not really all that shocking that they've been single for a combined 16 years. That doesn't seem surprising to me at all. Seven years. Well, babe, lower your standards. You know what I mean? Like, make some adjustments on who you're willing to accept into your bedroom. Like, I I don't know. So, I uh, I, like I said, politely got up and left. And uh, Andrew, Tra- T- Andrew Tate would be proud of me because you know what I did? I went to the gym. Went to the gym. Put a few rounds on the heavy bag, jogged, really sweat out all that whiskey I drank there. Felt good. Felt good. Met a guy named Murph at the gym. Had good martial arts. We talked a little boxing. It was cool. It was cool. And when I was done, I felt amazing. I felt good. Felt really good. And I got back to my apartment and I got a text from her. Got a text from her saying, uh, you know, something to the effect of it was great meeting you. It's too bad uh, you had to go, so on and so forth. Clearly indicating her interest. And what I wanted to say, what I wanted to say was, well, you know, it was great meeting you and I thought we had a great thing going. But I voted for Trump. I I didn't get the vax. And I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. So I don't think we're going to be compatible. And I didn't. And that hurt me inside. Made me frustrated. Made me angry. And the reason is, is because how widespread this complete ostracization of people who don't think of you. This, no less than persecution of people with different thoughts. How bad it's got is that I'm worried that if someone at work, because she is related to someone at that I work with, she doesn't work there. But she has some kind of a connection with that place. Third party, but still. She might, that might get out. She might tell them. They gossip. People gossip. Especially SJW types. Especially people who are on the hard left. They like to identify any uh, defiers. Any seditious thought needs to be reported to the home office. And uh, it's happened to me before. It's happened to me at a bar. Some girl overheard me having a conversation with someone else, some bartender, and then told all the other bartenders. So the next time I went in there alone, this chick gave me shit for having voted for Trump. Believe that shit? It's insane. It's insane. That's, I mean, I just never experienced anything like that in my entire life. It's just like it's genuine persecution. It's like I'm not hurting anyone. It's not like I'm like yelling at people who think differently than me. I was talking with a friend and mentioned it. That's it. She overheard it and gossiped it to everyone. So I know that that's the thing they do. This happened to me. Happened to me several times. So 
I'm worried about that. And here's why I'm worried. That worry, that fear is not irrational. Because here's another crazy thing that happened to me today at work. Excuse me, I'm going to sip my hard seltzer, and it doesn't make me a pussy. It doesn't. It makes me cons- it makes me makes me a man because I'm brave enough to drink a seltzer. That's right. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of your judgments out there. Although I am afraid of the judgments of the people in my city. Mmm, that's good cane sugar spirit. If you're interested in a another, on a video on hard seltzers, I have one. I have one on my food and drink YouTube channel. It's called Foulball Food and Drink. And I went over the five best, well, no. I went over five watermelon seltzers, watermelon-flavored hard seltzers, and tried to find the best one. And the winner may surprise you. Go check out that video. Give Foulball Food and Drink a sub. It's good content. I got a beer video coming out. If you like beer, there's the beer. If you like sourdough bread, there's sourdough bread. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. So anyway, back to my work story. So I've been playing that uh, Star Wars Jedi, the Fallen Order game. And I will talk to anyone who will listen about it because of how much I love it. Turns out there's a few guys I work with. One dude's got like a Star Wars sleeve. Big fan of the game. And we were nerding out about it. Um, and uh, there's another dude that I work with, another bartender. And I was just asking. I was like, hey, man, you play video games? And he's just like, nah, I'm like one of the few guys that don't really play video games. I just do uh, X, Y, and I watch the news. I was like, watch the news? Why do you do that to yourself, man? And that I meant. I don't care which side you do it. Just don't. The news is awful i hated going to the daily mail i was telling the guy tell this guy thing i was like when i go to any any news site i read all the headlines by the end of the by the end of the time i've read all the headlines i'm depressed i learned about all these murders and horrible things going on and this and fast fashion and celebrity gossip all these things i don't have any need for at all i don't think it's healthy and he says msnbc all day every day gotta get my rachel mad out no irony in this by the way this isn't a joke uh, he meant it uh, and I was like, oh, man, you got to get in that Tucker Carlson, you know, like obviously joking of if someone looks forward to watching Rachel Maddow, I don't think they'll just be like, you know what? I never really gave him a chance. I'm sure he's like their Hitler, their Satan. He's like got to be the worst person on the planet. So I said it knowing that that's probably what he thinks. Like, haha, obviously you don't watch Tucker Carlson. And uh, he's like, no, no. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes goes by at work. And he's, he's over. He's, he looks at me. He's like, hey, you, you don't listen to Tucker Carlson, do you? I was like, no, no. I was just kidding. And he's like, oh, okay, good. Whew. What if I did? What if I did listen to – like, what? You couldn't work alongside me anymore? You would change how you viewed me? Would you go tell everyone here that I work with that I watched another news show? Like, what if you were in a red city or a red town and someone was like, this guy watches MSNBC and then I told everyone and then now you're this like persecuted liberal. Would you like that? Would you appreciate that? Is that the coexist thing I see on all your stupid fucking cars? Is it? I don't think so. These people who claim to be the most open-minded, kind, forgiving, they are the most oppressive to anyone who doesn't think like them at all. And so... Rightfully so, I have a reason, a very valid reason, to not let them know that I have different political opinions. It's like, I'm not even like a right-wing guy. It was first Trump, Biden, Trump. Are you kidding me? Look at the job that guy's doing. He's horrible. He's not, he's, the, uh, the car's running, but no one's behind the wheel. 
Like, come on. Like, look at this country. Like, it's all a mess. It's like, I'm not saying it was fucking paradise under Trump, but I like the decisions he was making better than the alternative. If that makes me some kind of a monster, I mean, I guess, go ahead and label me that. But I, I, I stand by it. I think it was, you know, historically the right call, you know, this is what the outcome we have. But, but, you know, it's a risk because then it would be, I also, another person that I work with, a young lady, very lovely, very sweet person. Then she, I heard her, you know, grumbling about something conservative, something anti-vax, something. I heard her say it. You know, like under her voice, but like so that we could hear it. But it, w- it wasn't a proclamation, but it was like, oh, so she hates conservatives too, hates them, part of her identity. So they found out if it came out at work that I was Trump supporter, anti vax, and fucking liked Joe Rogan, the worst of the three, by the way. God, you might as well have a SWAT stick on your head. Uh, it could be problems for me at work. I mean, they couldn't fire me. Because that would be illegal, and I could sue for a lot of money, so they wouldn't do that. But I could be ostracized. I could be, you know, treated poorly. I, you know, there's lots of ways that they can make your life miserable. And I just don't want that smoke, man. Quite frankly, I really don't. I don't know. Maybe that makes me a pussy. I tried it the other way a few times. It doesn't work. It genuinely doesn't work. Austin is a uh, can be a pretty oppressive place in that regard. Politically, how dare you think differently, you know? I think um, there's more there's there are people here that are enlightened, but I just find that the general populace has that kind of hard edged like leftist thing. And I think there's a few reasons for it. It's partially because it's a manufactured ideology designed to bring down the West. That's part of it. But the other part of it is that a lot of these people who live in Austin uh, who didn't come here for you know, to be a stand-up comedian or a podcaster or whatever the hell else, a musician, uh, were in very red cities, towns, homes, and uh, felt it was oppressive and fled. And so now that they're here, they're going super hard in the other direction, and they want to weed out any non-conformers, any dissidents, anyone with the other thought you got to find him and get rid of him because I hate my father. I hate him. Hard work is not the only thing. Have you ever heard of systemic racism? I just did the other day on TikTok, and I am furious, furious about it. Oh, Dad, why did you have to be a white supremacist? You raised me, paid for my college, my car, everything I've ever needed, have shown me unconditional love, but think won't put up with my dumb political bullshit. You're the worst father on the planet. Can I have some money? <laughs> That's my impression of an Austin girl or an Austin guy girl or an Austin guy. I don't know. Because um, there are people here that aren't like that judgmental. It's not like it's the whole city. It's just it's, it's enough. It's a significant portion where it's it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And it's not just politically dangerous. It's not just politically dangerous. It's also physically dangerous. Now, you may have heard. I mean, progressive cities very often. Lots of shootings. <laughs> lots of gun violence. Lots of all kinds of violence. Because people aren't bad. They're just not given the right opportunities. Whatever nonsense you want to spin it. I don't know. If you're shooting people. Like, anyway. Anyway. Don't need to, don't need to argue with leftist policy right now. What I do need to do 
what I'd like to do, what I'd like to do is tell you about our sponsor, Space Vapes. I don't have a sponsor. I'm just kidding. But I do like this brand of vape. If you have access to it and you're a vape fan, space baby, 5,000, 4,000 puffs. Not quite 5,000, but it's going to feel like five because they're so good. Um, <laughs> no. So I got home after my uh, badass Andrew Tate-esque workout session where I just improved myself instead of lowered myself to the standards of women who are so oblivious to the fact that they have that they're kind of cruel and uh, a, a little mentally elitist that they will allow themselves to be single for seven years other than instead of compromise on so, on a man enjoying Joe Rogan of all things um, got back to my house in my little go-kart, my little smart car. Uh, picked up some Celsius. Some Celsius. I'll have another sip, by the way. Mm, that's good seltzer. It is. It's the Rocket Pop. Rocket Pop. Keep it weird. See, there are good things about Austin. That's why I like it here. But these other things are starting to mount, and they're becoming problem. So I get back, sitting in my car, out of nowhere, like five teenagers... But, like, young teenagers. They look like they're, like, freshmen, you know? Like, five of them. Just, like, I I sensed, I felt them, you know? It's like, you know how you feel like something's not right? Felt like that. It was weird. I was like, what the hell is going on here? And all five of them cut across my car, right? And I follow them with my eyes. I watch them. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I, in my area, there are the the occasional child. There are certainly not groups of teens around here i've never seen that not one time so i was like this is weird this is suspicious what the hell is going on then i see one of the kids has a bat baseball bat and i was like this isn't good this isn't good Uh, let me go see what these kids are up to so i get out of my car and i follow them not no at at a distance i'm not like right up on them but i'm like "What's, what's the deal do i need to confront these kids then I see them trying opening car doors in the parking lot. And, well, your boy foul ball can yell. And yell I did. Not, uh, not angry. Very authoritative. And I threatened to call the police on them. They talk shit. I promptly told them I would whoop all five of their little bitch asses, which is true. All while keeping a very calm tone. Uh, and then they took off running. That was weird. That was weird. That was weird. But this has been a kind of a weird Austin day, right? Violent kids, uh, people I work with, horrified at the idea that I might never, I might believe or think something different, right? How dare I, the horror. And then a bunch of women so oblivious to their own bias that they would rather be single than compromise that some men might think a little differently than them been crazy it has been crazy uh as far as the dating thing's concerned i you know i don't know i don't know i didn't i guess i could have lied and just pretended like i didn't think those things but she listed three things and i was like mm, i'm all those and so i kind of felt dishonest felt dishonest could have like stole pussy from her but yeah, try to convince her. Maybe she was just showing off for her friends. But she seemed pretty serious about it. 
She seemed pretty serious about it. And it's like, there's a chance she could be a pleasant person and maybe it's just like, oh, you're another one. I could joke my way out of it and kind of placate her or whatever. But there's also a really good chance that she just gets disgusted, gets angry, makes a post or something about, you know, the guy at the bar that, you know, such and such, so and so thinks this. I mean, just doesn't seem worth it. Just didn't seem worth it. So I didn't text her. And I'm not going to because it's stupid. It's a waste of time. I'm probably not going to ghost her. I'm probably going to play possum a little bit and just be like, oh, so good to meet you too, you know. Sorry I couldn't be there. Good do ba do ba do And then that'll be that. I'll just let it go because it's not worth the risk, man. It's not worth it. I don't think it's worth it, you know, because they, they, they get so fired up. Like I told you, that one girl calls herself an activist. I don't know. Well, that's only 32 minutes of an hour. I thought this was going to take more time. Um, Maybe I will do some news stories. Let's see what's going on in the world. All right. So this is a little bit of a different format because I'm doing it through StreamYard, Stream, whatever it is, OBS, instead of StreamYard. Because, look, StreamYard keeps screwing up. Keeps screwing up. I'm doing a different platform. This This is OBS, not StreamYard, because... Kept dropping frames. It kept freezing. I'd pull a stupid face. Uh, uh, and I just had to look unprofessional. It didn't do that. It could be my PC is slowing down. It is making a lot more noises. That's possible. But a few times when I've streamed with others, the same thing has happened. I don't know if StreamYard's bandwidth has limited. Sometimes companies do that when they get a little bit bigger. I don't know, but I had to adjust. So let's take a look at the Daily Mail's homepage. That thing that I said that makes me depressed. Well, now we're doing it, but we're, I'm doing it for your viewing pleasure, and I hope it makes you happy. So first story, Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid, 27, uh, okay, go away, uh, appear to get cozy at a friend's party, breaking his rule. Wow, man, that must be tough. You had to date a 27-year-old. Dear Lord, how is he surviving? Um I don't know. I could care less. There's a few things on this. Like, first of all, it's like maybe his ex was awful and he just wanted to break up with her. Maybe he's doing this so people stop memeing him about dating 25-year-olds. But most importantly, the actually the best takeaway is who gives a fuck? Jesus Christ. Moving on. More of this Ukraine shit. I don't know, man. I feel weird about this. I don't know how you guys feel about the whole Ukraine thing, but like, I'm not pro invading and killing people at all but it's just weird it's just weird that like we're all on this one together maybe it is maybe it is one of the ones where we're all collectively right could be i don't know i just don't know enough about the whole situation and it just it kind of stinks to me for some reason i can't put my finger on why but it was like i don't know i'm browse nine gag i see the memes and everyone's like rah rah yeah get them die orcs rust bot and it's just like if I'm like, what are you guys so enthusiastic about? They're like, oh, here he is, cope, cope, Russ bot. I'm just like, all right, this is there's something wrong about this. Like, all the wrong people support this thing. It confuses me. So every time I see news, I just ignore it. Just ignore it. Ooh, Jimmy, Jimmy accused of white privilege after Emmy stunt. Well, that won't stick. 
because the Hollywood machine is not going to run with this story. So moving on. Terror on the border. Migrants are killing pets. Oh my God. Stealing from shops and knocking on doors late night in Texas border town. Probably residents to buy more guns to defend themselves. Yeah, I would be too. Killing pets. If anyone put their hands on my sweet, precious boy, Luke, they would lose those hands and maybe their life. Don't you dare. Killing people's pets? What the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. NYPD officer who wasn't happy on patrol kills himself. <laughs> See? I hate the news. News sucks. Kills himself by jumping from a Bronx bridge, making the department's fourth suicide of the year. You know, I don't know. I See, I this is why I hate the news. This is why I don't like doing this. I'm taking you through why it's a painful experience for me to go to these websites. I want something to talk about. Of course I do. But I hate parsing through it because I have to read things like that. And then you're like, uh, your brain just comes up with a million different responses. None of them are productive. They all make me feel bad. Don't like it. How's the Dragon Episode 4 ratings jump another 5% from last week with the biggest jump coming in HBO Max and other streaming platforms? So it's I guess it went like this, one, two pretty much, and then down and then up a little bit. I mean, okay. It's just how it's going to go. It's just how it's going to be. I didn't watch the new episodes. I'm not up. I don't really care to be. I genuinely don't. I'm currently watching Planet Earth, Open Ocean, and I'm content. I'm learning about whale sharks Mm -hmm. and manta rays. Did you know that manta rays are 15 feet across? I didn't. Very big. And much like whales, they eat mostly krill. They have these little things under their mouth that filter it out. They get krill. I'm enjoying that 10 times more than either of those episodes of Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. I am. Anything that I've been watching recently has not given me the amount of joy that planet Earth has given me. I love planet Earth. It's terrific. And I'm happier not watching these things. And I have to have a take. Guys, here's my opinion. I don't care. I don't care. If I feel like watching it, I might. But you know what else I'm probably going to go back and do is read Altered Carbon, book two, because I put that down for a week, and I was like, no, Takashi, what's happening with the operation? I need to know. I need the details. Please give them to me. So I'm going to go do that. And I don't feel like I'm going to be watching House of the Dragon. I might. Maybe. It might be a second. But I currently don't. So take that, HBO. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard this whole thing. Favre, Mississippi governor, don't care. Uh, shocking moment. Colorado deputies shoot and kill a man. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know this. Don't want to know it. Don't care. Um, oh, my God. Oh, well. Get woke and go broke, folks. I mean, there is some kind of truth in that. You hire a bunch of these activisty people. Well, they're pretty demanding. Uh, they won't even date guys who like Rogan. Uh, shut the door. Nearly 1,300 New York Times employees pledge not to return to the office. You you work for the New York Times and you have the audacity to pledge not to return to the Like, okay, you're fired. Like, just like, you no, know, you have like a minimum of three days. Three days they can't they can't be bothered. They can't be bothered. God, see, I don't like reading these things. It doesn't make me feel good. Want to look at flaws in the mouth? No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, 
uh, don't care. So I'm with the king and the queen. The queen, queen, queen. Got it. A palace. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Never cared about the royals. Never will. King, queen, queen. Fucking England. Jesus, they really gave a shit. They gave the whole country two weeks off to mourn. I mean, gee, come on, man. Two weeks. That's crazy. Do you get two weeks if your wife dies as well? What kind of rules are these over here? Well, the queen mother died. I mean, okay. I'll send flowers, I guess. But I can, I can go back to work. I'm not that emotionally distraught. It's okay. I'll be fine. Maybe English people get all bent out of shape about it. I don't know. Islington girl, let me know. Let me know. I don't know. Putin, Putin, Ukraine, blah, blah. Terrorism. Mm-hmm. Just all good news. Just all good news. Uh, Tom Brady reveals the tone. The tone. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I just, what is there to talk about here? Like, what's 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 compelling and interesting? Very little. Very little. Biden. I guess. Guess what? Economy's still bad. Cool. Good. Good. Great. I mean, Ken Starr died. Okay, I remember him with Clinton and the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. Okay, that's it. Ken Starr's dead. Now he's a shooting star. Mmm. My God. You know, here's an interesting thing. Might surprise you. Fans of Foulball Productions. Long-time fans of the MFR. I'm actually kind of. It's very hard to be fully committed on this. But I am kind of a fan of Lizzo. Like, I like her music. Like, those singles are good, you know? Like, that first album was like, she's a good singer. She's got good rhythm. Like, the the whatever the, the back noise is, the music itself. I was going to say the arrangement, but then I realized I don't even know what that is. And I shouldn't try to sound smart on something I don't even understand. But I like it. I like the sound. It's got good, it's good, you know, motivating. The thing with Lizzo is that she... It's, it's too much just like, I ain't going to be anybody else's side chick. It's like... You might have to be, <laughs> sugar. You know, she's complaining about, like, why men leaving? Why men? It's like, I mean, so many of these problems will be solved if you just lost, like, 100 pounds. You have to lose it all. But it's just kind of like, you're like, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really think you have the right to demand these things. Now, I'm not saying you don't have the right to happiness. You do. You have the right to happy relationship and if you want to do that it's like okay you might have to lower your standards a little bit though it's like you're 400 pounds like it's not appealing genetically to men at all like it, it's it's a turnoff in almost every way it's you're, you're just telling me you're we're genetic you're genetically going to be a poor mother it's it's gross all right let's get into this jimmy kimmel situation because I am curious about this one a little bit. Because I'm kind of like, what is what is this? Jimmy Kimmel is accused of white privilege after belligerent Emmy stunt during Abbott Elementary star Quinta Brunson's acceptance speech. Caitlin. I can't, I don't know. I, don't know. I, would, be pissed, I would be pissed if I won my first Emmy for my sh- own show I created for an episode I wrote. And the memory, I, can you capitalize one of the eyes, Caitlin? The memory I have of that moment includes a white man lying on the floor next to the microphone. Would it be okay if he was a black man? You specified a white man. Is that the problem that he's white or is it the problem that there's a man lying there? You just, you led with the white part. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, 
I don't have any emotions connected to this. So if you could walk me through precisely what the problem was, or are you just using that? <clears throat> you're just using that for cloud for bullshit story. I, I don't know. I, I, it could be anything. I, I certainly won't read into it. I don't know. Uh, Brid- Bridget Fetacy or Fetacy. I never know how to say that. Good morning to everyone. Just really, just realizing Jimmy Kimmel sucks. Yeah, Bridget Fatassi's okay. I don't know. I don't really agree with most of her takes. She's not really the kind of... Sometimes, like, sometimes you're like, okay, you're on to some things, but sometimes you're just like, well, you clearly... But you're not going to relinquish your ideology. You're like, you're like 30% base. The rest is kind of full of bullshit, but there's 30% which is like, okay, there's something here, but I don't know. I just... I feel bad because she tries, but it's just when you, when you get into... I listened to some interviews with her. I was like, all right, I'm actually good. I'm good. Okay, so what is this stunt? Jimmy, James, Camel. James Camel. Camel, what is the stunt? Okay, Jimmy Camel laid on the ground as Abbott, right? We know that. Both Camel and Will Arnett played off the bit by suggesting Camel had passed out by having too many skinny margaritas after the late night host lost an Emmy. Brunson gave her acceptance speech as Camel continued to lie motionless on the ground beside her. And it is annoying. Like, why are you ruining this girl's speech? I mean, I could care less about the Emmys, but... It's annoying. I don't think it's got anything to do with white privilege. I think it has to do with being an unfunny tool. I think that's really more not reading the room, not feeling the joke, just being like, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. This will be hilarious. Ugh. White bro literally won't move out of the damn way to let the black woman have her moment alone, one user wrote on Twitter. I'm glad they're not making it about race or anything because that would be petty. Will Arnett played off the sketch that Jimmy Kimmel would blah, blah, blah. Okay. I mean, it's so stupid. What a dumb joke. And it actually, that is, that is kind of, like, disrespectful. I got to be honest. Like, I was an actor for a long time. If I won an Emmy and Jimmy Kimmel took the opportunity to make, like, this stupid little joke, I'd be like, can I just have this moment, please, man? It's not easy to be, like, a creator in Hollywood and get to this point. Can I just please have the moment without you trying to take it for your glory to be funny, which it isn't? Oh, I get it. You passed out. Okay, the joke is way over. Beat it. Let's see how she handled it, though. I'm curious. Jimmy, wake up. I won. Jimmy? Okay, hold my phone. Um. <laughs> no, they did not show the speech. So that's it. I mean, she rolled with it pretty well. Didn't she? Didn't seem like annoyed. Maybe he's trying to go for some viral Emmy moment or something like that. Like, wouldn't it be funny if I just laid here while she did her speech? The answer is no, but maybe that's what he was thinking. I don't know. Who cares about the Emmys, though? It's such an empty, hollow. Who gives a shit thing? I I mean I I don't really care what they think is interesting. Like they gave The Big Bang Theory like best comedy show for like a decade straight. Nominated The Wire once in season five, which is the worst season ever. Just ignored it for years. Would never touch anything like Generation Kill. Would never. It doesn't actually acknowledge like what's excellent in TV. It's just the things that they like or the things that are popular. It's so lame. It means absolutely nothing. And I'll tell you, I worked the Emmys a few times uh, being a catering professional in Los Angeles, and they don't care. 
No one cares about the Emmys. Like, maybe if you're nominated, it's a big deal or whatever. But I remember, like, just it could have been any convention of vacuum cleaner salesmen. There was no buzz, no excitement. It was just whatever. No one gave a shit. It was just like, you know, just an office function. It was pretty lame. It was pretty lame. So the glitz and glamour that they sell on TV, not real. Let's see how far along we are on the show. God, not an hour yet? Jesus. Why is this dragging so hard today? Maybe because I'm not good at this. Also because I didn't prepare. Because I thought my experiences would have been interesting enough. Well, they're not, Matt. They're not. Okay? What else we got? Go to the New York Post. They're always good for a giggle. Can't make this up. Oh, boy. W.H. W.H. Who's W.H.? Throws inflation reduction party. Oh, White House. Okay, I'm stupid. Throws inflation reduction party as stocks crash over a dismal 8.3% rate. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty stupid. But, like, I, I, I refuse to get mad at him. And just be like, yeah, he's dumb. He's doing a terrible job. I refuse to make it something that occupies any more of my brain than that. Okay, Biden sucks. Shock. Shock. Who could have seen that coming? Except for, you know, most of the country. Whoa. Simple step. Ryan Reynolds go- undergoes life-saving life colonoscopy, and it was all caught on video. Huh. I mean, I don't know if I care about the video part, but had a subtle polyp on his colon during the first colonoscopy, which he broadcasted to in order to destigmatize the procedure. A subtle polyp? Is that life-threatening? I don't know if this is exactly what that headline's suggesting it is. I mean, look, it's a good thing. It's, you know, cool, great. I mean, he should be happy, and I get it. It's like, cool, you know, apparently colonoscopies are very important. Good deal. I mean, they should do it. Um, you're supposed to do it when you reach a certain age. Right. Yeah, they, they dramatized that pretty significantly. Oh, man. Spiraling out of control, huh? This is why you prepare, kids. This is why you do your homework. Your mother was right. You're never going to be anything. King's Court. See LeBron James like never before in his first photo shoot with family. Yeah, hard pass. Hard pass. Bumbling would-be hitman describes series of botched hits on mobbed-up Mark. Okay, don't care. King, queen bullshit, don't care. Leo, got it. Cheers, stars, dad shot in critical condition. That is a sad story. Moving on. Um, MLB pitcher turned Port Authority cop mourned at wake after fatal crash. No, that sucks. But see what I mean? All just tragedy. All sad news. No one not healthy, not happy, not feeling good. I don't like it. Never seen anything like this. El Paso looks like a third world country after Texas border city is overrun by migrants. It's interesting, actually, because I was uh, in El Paso on my journey to Austin, Texas, which I said mixed results. Uh, Good things. Overall, listen, overall better quality of life. I don't want to sit here and just shit on the whole city of Austin because it's too easy to do. But it is, there is enough, there's enough good things here. Don't get me wrong. There's, like, plenty I enjoy. My way of life is great. My housing situation is terrific. My roommate's the man. Luke's happy. Lots of good stuff here. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's complicated. Very complicated. So, anyway, as I was driving out there, we drove through El Paso. Had to. 
El Paso is wild because it's like a city, pretty big city, and like you can see Mexico. And it's like, well, it's jarring how much different like that country is to America. Like the line is so distinct. It's right there. It's right down the border. It's kind of intense and it's right there. So I'm not entirely surprised this is happening, especially with the terrible immigration policies that we have in this country, the terrible immigration policies of this administration. So, yeah, no shock. And yeah. Shocker. Also weird. It's not working out. Who could have known? Just let millions of people run into a city with no way to house them, provide them with opportunity, and then just be like, yo, you're a bigot if you don't let us do this. Okay. All right. Yeah, we made a huge mistake with this guy. How are people surviving? Cardi B outraged over inflation, housing costs. There's no motherfucking inventory when it comes to homes, Cardi B said. Nobody's going to try to sell their fucking homes. Cardi B... Did you or did you not do a promotional interview with the president-elect Joe Biden? I seem to remember you did. So if you don't like the results, maybe you could look in the mirror and see if you had any hand in helping usher in this terrible administration. That's the thing. I don't. I find so frustrating about people in general, not just the left. I'm going after the left right now, but people in general drives me fucking crazy is this lack of accountability. It's lack of, oh, hey, I was wrong. I thought something at the time and the results were different than what I thought it was going to be. It's like, no, we don't, we don't do that here. We just keep going with we're right no matter what, despite the results. Cardi B, why don't you say something about the president? Or why don't you not say anything at all because you're a dumb pop star and no one needs your opinion on these things? This, I'm, see, I'm upset now. I'm genuinely, I started off this podcast in a good mood. Wanted to tell some funny stories about my quirky day in this weird city. And now I'm just reading the news. I'm just like getting upset. I don't want to just get upset. I don't need this. Oh my God. Look at this. Britney Spears responds to Christina Aguilar body shaving backlash. Look at look at what she's wearing. I don't I don't want I don't want to do this. I don't want to uh, I'm much happier when I don't look at the news. I shan't. Uh, God, what else? What else can I talk to you people about? Yeah, the Mets are taking a nice slide at the end of the season. Way to go, boys. Way to go. Really thrilled about it. Um, all right. This is, I'm not just, this is silly. And you know, it's funny. I never noticed this, but now because it's all full screen and uh, I have like the HD on, you can clearly see here. Here, where are we? Get there. Oh, it's hard to do this backwards. Well, here for sure. The watermark on this picture that I stole. <laughs> I didn't want to pay for the rights. And yeah, you can see what you can see one right here. There we go. Another watermark. I didn't pay for it. Don't sue me, please. I'm very scared. Very scared. Okay, I don't have anything else. Honestly, there's nothing inside me that I'm burning to talk about. I think we saw. I think we learned a few things today, though, guys. I think we learned a few things. Let's recap what we learned. Hmm. Let's recap a few things. One left in this country is crazy. Sorry, I hate to say it. I don't want to be a partisan guy. But if you can't even 
get to know someone who has different politics than you. And yet, at the same time, you're miserable that you're, you're single. You will not make a compromise. There's something wrong with your worldview. Very much something wrong. I think that's much more of a girl-left thing than a guy-left thing. But, you know, guys on the left. Come on. Come on. Not, they're not really guys, are they? What else did we learn? We learned don't walk uh, in my neighborhood with a bat. You're going to hear about it there, chiefy. Oh, hey, Skip. We also learned uh, you should probably prepare for your podcast even if you think you're ready for it. Prepare for it. It's just you up there on the screen. There's no chat. Ah, there's no podcast partner. You better do some more preparation, some more research, a little bit more homework. I think we all learned that. We all learned that lesson. And lastly, I think we all became crystal clear why Matt needs guests on the show. Because <laughs> without a news topic and something very specific to go about, go on about, meh, meh, not a whole lot. I could go about the news and be like, I don't like that. I don't like this. This sucks. Not the best podcast format ever. Um, so good news, though. Good news. Got guests coming up, okay? Guests are going to be on the MFR podcast. That's exciting. Chrissy Mayer this week. Uh, I have a few others lined up. Haven't settled the dates yet, so I don't know exactly who. But keep an eye out for more dates. Going to be fun. Going to be explosive. Going to be one hell of a show. So thank you so very much for watching. I hope, I very much hope, deeply, the deepest parts of my heart and soul, that you love this podcast. Hope you had fun. Please press like, subscribe, share with your friends iTunes, Spotify, all those ratings. If you can just go there and do that for me, that would really help because it'll boost numbers. It'll boost the appearance of the show and more people can hear my ineptitude. Don't you want that? I want it. So if you would be so kind, it would warm my fuzzy little heart. All right, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you later. Goodbye.